Everybody, sorry I'm late. I was on a train going to the Orient on an express, I guess, and there was a murder. And now me and my really cool mustache have to solve the case. You're listening to This Film Has Not Yet Created, the podcast where we make our own versions of movie sequels that never got made. I'm your host, Christopher Rivas, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Steve Grande. Hi, sorry I'm late, but I found out that my child uh, didn't come with us to Florida and went to New York. So I had to go to this hotel <laughs> oh, to no. find them. And when I got there, the people were like, oh, he's gone. And I'm like, what kind of idiots do you have working here? And they're like, the finest in New York. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a very, very special guest for everyone this week. Uh, this person has uh, the unique honor of being our very first guest on this show ever. Uh, they were here with us for the Princess Bride episode. And I must tell you all, on a very personal level, this person has been very key throughout this pandemic, uh, organizing events for different friend groups each week throughout the pandemic to help keep everybody socialized and you know, saying, give you things to distract yourself, be it um, fighting over which brand of potato chip is best Important. or competitive complimenting, uh, all sorts of different ridiculous things. I don't know how this person comes up with all these things, but please give a warm welcome to Bonnie Colhane. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I'm late. Uh, my sister's been avoiding me and I wanted to ask if she wanted to build a snowman. Uh, also, I love warm hugs, but that's definitely not related. <laughs> Bonnie, thank you so much for being with us again. Thank you so much for having me. You two are very delightful people and I love spending time with you. Aww. I love spending time with you too. Oh my gosh. Uh, it is so weird. So this episode is our one year mark episode. I can't even yeah. believe. Steve, can you believe we've been doing this for a year? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> what else were we going to do? Um, That's true. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really glad that we uh, we occupied our time doing this during, yeah. during the pandemic. Uh, it is crazy to think that Bonnie is not only the one year, uh, you know, one year anniversary, first episode kind of stuff, but like... The fact that we did it in a studio uh, and the rest have not been in that. Right. So it was nice to have. And we'll that never do one. it in that studio again. We no. went from a very scary basement studio <laughs> yeah. and now I have moved to a basement apartment. So like truly nothing so, has changed. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking back at this year, uh, I'm, I'm amazed that we were able to keep it up. We, for the most part, every week had an episode come out mm-hmm. and it has been very difficult to remain creative, and especially in this way. So it's been really a nice uh, distraction, a nice, uh, um, not even distraction, but like uh, incentive, a reason to actually force yourself to be creative and do something. And uh, i just like to thank you, Steve, for going on this journey. You, Bonnie, for helping initiate this journey. And all of our listeners out there who uh, have gone on this journey with us, but have also been a reason that we want to keep doing it and do more episodes. Um, So thank you, everybody. 
Absolutely. I love seeing all the things that you guys are doing. It's really, really nice. Well, thank you. And in, in fact, in, in, uh, in reference to things that we're doing, going to be doing, uh, I'd like to take a moment, since this is our one-year show, let's just take a look back. Before we get into our movie sequels, that's the real meat of this episode, let's have some time where we just sort of, you know, pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> and <laughs> I would like to ask you guys right now, uh, we've had roughly a year's worth of episodes, uh, you know, give or take a few here and there. Um, do you have a favorite movie that we've covered uh, or something that became a favorite movie and um, maybe a favorite script or a favorite like series of scripts that have come to mind? Um, uh, well, I, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many running through my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, <sighs> I would say like there have been a lot like I remember a couple weeks ago I sat down and I counted and I'm like, wow, I have seen exactly half of these movies. So like, <laughs> on Before. this, you've seen yeah, them all now. Yeah, uh, well, I've seen them all now. But like, yeah, just like, yeah, I can't believe that like I missed so many great movies and this like exposed you know, mm-hmm. so many wonderful things, including this movie that I had never seen before. Oh my yeah. Um, and like, yo, I just, I'm just happy that we have this opportunity to do it. Happy that we get to write. Um, and you want, you want to throw out props, Chris, you're the one driving the bus. So oh, <laughs> props well. to you. Um, but when I, when I look call back, me Otto. Um, <laughs> I would say, I would say the, uh, I, I feel like the first oh, time no. that we really we like nailed oh, no. it with Steve. like the theme and capturing the sequel was with Donovan like 14 episodes in and we did history uh, of the world and like, Oh, he is, but he's in a completely different room. Success. Uh, <laughs> there, he there he is. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you know how much of that did you not hear? Most of it. I would oh, say start again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Was it all heartfelt and nice? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could just keep it uh, in and then. Uh, just no, 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 no. Now I got it. Uh, now I got it edited in my head. Okay. Um, so I can say it more concisely. All right. Um, yeah, man, do it this. Like, oh, this feels weird. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> just say, just insert that there is a heartfelt thing. Um, well, if but, it comes up again and you want to bring it up, yeah, uh, I'll I say will. this. So, for me, one of my favorite movies. I had no idea this movie really existed, and I really couldn't wait to watch it. And it did not disappoint. And of course, I'm talking about the Shaggy Da. The moment oh I saw gosh. that trailer <laughs> and that full grown man in just a dog costume repelling down the side of a building, I knew it would change my life. And it certainly has. <laughs> and if it wasn't for this project, I don't know if I ever would have even seen that movie. No. You know, known that it existed. Yeah, that, that movie was a gem. And like, it wasn't, not only was it a gem, it was like, we saw that trailer and we were like, yes, this is, there's something yeah. here. Uh, you know, so finding that together was really cool. Um, for me, I would say it was like episode 14. We did it with Donovan mm-hmm. or maybe it was around there, but we did History of the World. Oh, yeah. And like that was the first time that I felt like and like we we had done good stuff before that. But like that was the one where we were like, OK, we 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 found kind of what this is. And it's mm-hmm. like and it's also adapting to, you know 
the the kind of media that you're doing the kind of the kind of uh, story that you're trying to tell and like with that movie we all got to let out our silly uh comedic like bits and stuff which had been built up in us for three months because before (laughs) that we you know was the start of quarantine and we haven't been able to do that so like that that kind of stuff really um you know has picked me up throughout the year so that was that was that i would say like that one is definitely i'd agree on the list how rude of you to choose the one i was going to say uh, <laughs> i can pick another one <laughs> secret fact uh donovan is my partner but also i really enjoyed that because he had seen only space balls and so now i am on a mission to watch all the mel brooks movies with him and so watching him enjoy that and then research for that was very very enjoyable to me yes I love that. Yes. And I'm very excited. I have not listened yet, but I'm very excited for Super Mario Brothers with Jerry. Oh my oh, goodness. I, I heard a, a little clip one. and I'm like, this needs to happen. It's in my Spotify. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, uh, yo, last thing I want to say about like, you know, looking back at this year is like, it's been awesome that we got to watch most of these movies together mm-hmm. because we, you know, we really get like, not just going into the podcast, not knowing what you're thinking. It's like, it's good to get your view on it. And it's good to like watch and, you know, shit on the bad ones and admire the good ones. And, you know. It, you know, I always look back at these kind of times. I hope yeah. they last as long as they do, but yeah. you know, I know uh, they, they're not going to last forever. They won't last forever, but I'm enjoying the ride while we're on it, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, scripts that we've done, I mean, it's hard for me to pick amongst all the ones that our guests have written because they're all so good and so representative, I think, of them as people that I can't, I can't single them out and pick one. Um, and I can't pick any of yours either, Steve, because you're the worst. But yep. uh, <laughs> that's fair. Oh no, it's fair. Yeah, Chris, which one of my uh, thirty-minute pitches <laughs> did you admire the most? Which one were you keeping the most strict notes on? <laughs> uh, no, you're you're brilliant. I I love it every time. But what I um, I just wanted to say the one that I'm most proud of for my own sake was the Final Destination episode with Sam Garcia. <laughs> Where it was just, let's take a Final Destination situation and put them in porn. And just that idea still just brings a smile to my face, makes me laugh. Uh, (laughs) And and so I would say uh, that's probably my favorite, my personal favorite thing that I've done is porn Final Destination. (laughs) Yo, I... (laughs) I, Sir, I, I was I was I so I was so angry when you were like, oh, I didn't I didn't watch the movie, and I'm like, what? You didn't watch the movie because that's the point of our podcast. What the hell? <laughs> like in my head, and then you did it, and I was like, oh, well, he got the gist, and, yeah. I, and then I looked I, at the, I looked at the mirror, and I was like, why are you getting so mad about Final Destination? <laughs> it's an experience. <laughs> Uh, I really, I daydream about my Miami connection. Script. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. <laughs> that whole episode is truly just magic. I think all those scripts could meld into one single movie. That I would love to watch, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but hard jump cuts only. Yeah, of course. Um, my dad. <laughs> my, my, my father. <laughs> 
if we, and if we could find some of those people to be in it, oh Ooh. my god! Are you All right, me? start the GoFundMe. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. I'll reach out. I, I definitely am going to reach out to YK Kim one of these days, <laughs> yeah. one way, shape, or form. Uh, but yo, let's forget about these old movies and let's talk about the movie we're doing this week let's oh, talk yeah. about the movie we're doing this week but the before we do i'd like to bring you an ad by oh, squarespace <laughs> we don't do ads for squarespace i was, I was like oh no uh, i jumped the gun we don't do ads for anything on this show um no i did have one announcement i wanted to make real quick before we got into everything um we don't we're not usually the, the type of people the type of show to be like hey like and subscribe do all that kind of stuff but at this point we are really trying to grow our brand grow our audience so if you could please leave us a review on apple on google any little bit that you can do helps us out even if it's not you know the most positive review we can learn from whatever criticism you might have to say to us oh um and and grow from there um, I'd you, also say what I was gonna say if you have a critique on one of our scripts, uh, me or Chris, please, please put that in the review. If well, anyone well. has an insult for Chris or Steve, please <laughs> yes. leave it in your review and they'll have to Don't read it aloud yeah. in their next podcast. You'll be yeah. famous without yeah. even having to write a script. It'll be great. If you want to tell Chris that he's a weirdo and Steve that he's beautiful, do it and they'll read it aloud. I say bring it on, internet. All right. Um, (laughs) I will say this, though. We are in the process of launching a uh, Patreon and Twitch and YouTube live stream of this particular podcast show. So we don't have any content up just yet, but we will very soon. So please check out our Patreon and YouTube. We are... This film is not yet created and on Twitch at not yet created show with underscores between each of those words and, um, you know, follow us now so that you can be on the ground floor when our first episodes go up with that. I, I think let's, let's talk some, uh, let's talk some goofy ass sequel ideas. Shall we? Oh yeah. All right, Bonnie, you are here today to talk about clue. I am. Tell us a little bit about why you chose clue. Um, I just really, really love Clue. I grew up uh, in a very strict household, so all movies had to be vetted, which means Mm -hmm. we ended up watching things my parents had watched while they were younger. Um, But everyone loves Clue, cult classic. Um, One of the very first things I ever did when I moved to Chicago, uh, the music box was playing Clue. But it was with shadow players, so everyone (sighs) is in costumes, acting it out, and mouthing along with the show up on stage. Amazing. And because I am also amazing and a great costume artist, I dressed up um, as the lead pipe just in a gray sweater (laughs) and gray pants and then stood at an angle all night. It was (laughs) very fun, and too many people wanted their picture taken with me. It was very enjoyable. Uh, My family's love language is movie quotes, and this is a big one. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, I'm similar boat with you. This was a a, a staple growing up. I loved this movie, and uh, even I I was telling someone the other day that we were doing this on the show, and they said, oh, I love that movie, watched it as a kid all the time. And like it occurred to me that I can't tell you how many times I've seen this movie, but it still cracks me up every time I watch it. And I still never know who did what (laughs) until the end, you know? My dad saw it in theater and then told me he had looked up because like Google and forums didn't exist in 87. He was reading the newspaper and he would go to different towns to see the different endings because he could figure out where they were. Yes. Nice. It's just, it's a great, like there are maybe 
two lines that I'd take out if I were to remake it nowadays. And like, Mm -hmm. they're very much like, I could probably like rub this off if I really wanted to, to be like, it was of the times, like it didn't take place in 87 when they filmed it either. Right. Mm -hmm. So like that, that helps me be okay with a few of it. (laughs) Yeah. I have a friend Mm -hmm. who's never seen it and she keeps asking, she's like, I would love to watch it with you. I'm like, you can't, we have to have like six people so that everyone's quoting. It's very fun. I will make themed foods. It will happen. (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious. What's your thoughts, Steve? This is the first time you had seen it, right? I'm very yeah, for this. I I just thought it was a masterclass in <laughs> comedic acting. Um, like there was, yeah. you know, seven heavyweights in a ring, yeah. boxing yeah, each other yeah. at the same time. Um, yeah, like the murder mystery part of it is fun. Uh, it does get really hard to follow at times, <laughs> like you, like you said, uh, and especially with what they do in the ending. And like when they did that ending, like. I just felt like, okay, this is the best adaptation of something that I have ever seen. Like mm-hmm. this, like being uh, from a board game, which is so unlikely. <laughs> and obviously like we wait, were, wait, wait. <laughs> are you saying that the, 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 the theatrical rendition of battleship didn't really just yeah. like wet your whistle? Yeah, no, <laughs> we, we, were, we were outside before and, uh, we were talking and we were just like, yo, I asked, um, is this the best adaptation of a board game in, in movie history? <laughs> <laughs> and Chris just cracked up. Like, yeah, it's this or Battleship. <laughs> yeah, and, what else uh, do you got? <laughs> yeah. And, but, but like the fact that they had all these different endings and like, because I didn't see it the way that your dad saw it. I saw it, you know, mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. three endings, um, you know, it was kind of like, okay, this this is just a roller coaster. Enjoy the ride. But like the mm. fact that the game has so many different outcomes mm. yeah. that like to really it's like doesn't really matter. It's just about playing the game. And you had fun playing this game, watching them bump into each other. Yeah. You know, watching candlesticks fall off and bonk people in the head. <laughs> yep. Michael McKeague breaking that coffee table oh because God. he sat on it. <laughs> All that's all but of it. Breaking it with perfect comedic timing. Truly. You know, not just breaking. <laughs> now the question is, did now you didn't watch it like my dad did, but did you watch it like I did with someone pausing the movie every ten seconds to explain a joke, tell you how funny it is, the history of it, laugh along, <laughs> rewind, rewatch it, and then hit play again? No, we were we were not that involved. Absolutely not. We started at, <laughs> we started at like almost eleven. I brought home a bottle of Captain Morgan and we just good sat choices, there drank good and choices. laughed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to give like a huge shout out to Tim Curry in this movie because mm-hmm. like I was floored by that scene of him running around at the end. Yeah. Like it's the best version of Shopkeeper, the improv game I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Tim Curry. I mean, he's the star, but this truly is an ensemble movie, it like really you said is, earlier. Yes. Everyone shines so hard in their role. I I don't know how this movie got made and I don't know how another movie could get made today. Like this seems like a movie that would do so well if it got made today. It's truly every five years or so you see that headline that it's being remade and like everyone gets angry. Yeah. It's finally like it happened again a couple of years ago and then you haven't heard anything, but I think it's because Ryan Reynolds is attached to it and he wants to do it right. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's surprisingly funny. Uh, yeah, and I, he like knows what you yeah. need to do. Yeah, would I mean, he I'm not be the Tim biggest, Curry. Uh, oh, I'm. I don't, I don't know if he would even play anyone. I 
I would love for him to play uh, Professor Plummer, Mr. Green, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if yeah. he's a, a Wadsworth for me, but even if he's just attached, like I saw what he did with um, the Deadpool advertising yeah. when they did it very Valentine's Day. And I'm like, this person yeah. understands like you can sell it and still have fun, which is Real necessary. Quick, Ryan Reynolds, I didn't know that that was like, I thought he was just an actor. I didn't realize he was also like coming up with those lines and had a big role in like actually producing and and making all of that content. I didn't realize he was funny. I thought he was just a pretty face. I I also thought that. And I think it might have been that for a way for a while. And then like once he started making money and he became famous, people started listening to him. So like he's got two brands now. They all like trash him in all their ads and just make fun of him. There's like he owns some wireless company and it's all like making fun of him and why he should have a phone like that when he's a millionaire. That is awesome. People Uh, are more than just Van Wilder, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Not Taj. He'll always be Taj. He's the rise of Taj. (laughs) He excelled. (laughs) Speaking of uh, movies that shouldn't exist, Uh uh, let's talk sequels to Clue. Okay. Um, Is everything ready? We miss you. You have your... uh, instructions now in thinking about how to make a sequel to this movie my initial thought goes how (laughs) what do you do do you follow the same characters uh if so who do you choose one of those endings as the real one if so which one um you know are they stuck in a mansion again is it just a retread you have all these options that things that you can do and i thought Nah, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm going to go a little bit different direction. I'm just going to pick a different game from the Parker Brothers and make a movie called Monopoly. Oh, no. (laughs) The spiritual successor to Clue. Um, Now, as we read through it, you'll see a lot of these uh, inspirations. And I wrote basically, uh, like I I was trying to figure out, you know, in the in the original movie Clue here. What did they know when they set out to write it? Because there's not really a big story. You've got these colors. You've got a murder. You've got these items that were used potentially and like a mansion, all these rooms and like secret passages, right? Beyond that, what do you know? So I thought, Monopoly, what do we know? You've got these different pieces, money, real estate, bankruptcy, that's pretty much all we have to go on. Very so true. That's sort of what I did. I just I, I tried to take that and expand it as much as I could with this uh, with this piece here. And so I wrote basically a condensed version of the whole movie into different little scenes. Um, there's a lot of them, but they're very short, so it should be a it should be a fun little time. And uh, for the ease of our eyes here. I, I broke down who's playing which character ahead of each scene, and I put each scene uh-huh. on a separate page. Oh, so that thank be- you so much. I did <laughs> I, not do that. I just opened up a different uh, browser <laughs> so that I could have my list here and my script here. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, I broke it down by each scene as well, so don't worry about it. But as a quick overview, here's the cast of characters that have speaking roles and who's going to be playing them. Perfect. Uh, Steve, you're going to be playing the roles of butler, carter, announcer, and contractor. Bonnie, you will be playing the roles of Tiffany, Barbara, MC, Bernard, and Judge. Oh, my favorite. 
And uh, yeah, surprise! I did another courtroom scene. And uh, I <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, I will be playing the role of Isaiah and uh, stage directions. Perfect. So this is Monopoly. Scene one: Interior Mansion Study Night. Carter, Tiffany, Theodora, Isaiah, Barbara, and Bernard all sit around a fancy pants study in a mansion. They all wear old, worn clothes and rags, their faces comically dirty and full of soot. It's probably like the 1930s, like the Depression era. (laughs) Butler, an old man wearing a tuxedo with a mustache and monocle, pulls out a series of small white boxes wrapped in red bows. He passes them out to everyone. Go ahead, open them. Our benefactor has decided to conduct a social experiment with all of you at the center. Butler continues to speak as all open their packages, and we focus in on each of the packages opening and revealing their contents. In each of the boxes is a wad of money and an item. Car keys, a thimble, a top hat, an iron, a toy battleship, and a boot. You've each been given $1,500 cash and an item. All look at each other cautiously. What's going on here? A thimble? Your job is simple. Through your mastery of real estate and trading, bankrupt the other participants. You can't be serious. Ma'am, I am incredibly serious. The cash, the items, they're yours to do as you wish. However, any real estate moves must be may uh, must be restricted to those four streets in New York. Butler lowers one of those pull-down screens, and on the screen is a map of New York City with a big square marked out in red ink. One more thing. Every month you are, are to return here, you will be awarded an additional $200. And when does this game start? It's already begun. Isaiah quickly grabs Barbara's money and toy battleship. Does that mean she's out? Yes, it does. But Ouija says start. <laughs> 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 to the gutter with you! <laughs> Barbara hangs her head and slowly exits the room. I'll look at each other in silence for a moment before standing and attempting to exit through the same door at the same time. End scene one. Scene two. Interior jail day. Carter stands facing the camera as jail bars slide in front of him. But I didn't mean to speed in a school zone. Hear me. I'm sorry. End of scene two. Scene three. Uh, Exterior mansion entrance day. Butler finishes handing money to Theodora, who wears a top hat. She turns around and is immediately stopped by a man wearing a black suit and black sunglasses. Theodora? Yes? I'm from the government. You owe us taxes. But I can't afford it. Man takes the money out of her hand and takes her top hat. She looks to Butler, who simply closes the door in her face. (laughs) End of scene three. Scene four. Interior stage day. Several contestants stand on stage in a line, among them Tiffany. The MC stands center stage calling announcements. In third place, Pomona! Pomona steps forward and is given a wreath of flowers. And second place in the beauty contest goes to... Tiffany! Uh, Tiffany (laughs) steps forward and receives another flower wreath and some cash. (laughs) Scene five. 
Exterior stands day. Racetrack stands as Isaiah looks intently at the horses racing. He clutches several tickets. We hear the announcer over. Coming around the last turn, it's Buppet in the head in the lead, followed by <laughs> closely by Ring-a-Ding Dong and Percy Jackson oh and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief. Here comes Ring-a-Ding Dong as Bobset falls behind. At the line, it's Ring-a-Ding Dong, followed by Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Lightning the Lightning Thief. And the butler did it, finishing out, ju- ju- finishing just out of the money. Buppet! I'm ruined. (laughs) End of scene five. Scene six. Interior boardroom day. Bernard and contractor stand over a model city. Bernard removes a building and replaces it with a tall hotel. This is it. We build a high-rise hotel right here. Everyone will know the the name Bernard Hilton. I don't know. It seems like an awful risk to me. (laughs) Shut up, you. The phone rings. Bernard picks it up. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. My phone. Street repairs. How much per house? How much per hotel? Oh, God. Bernard faints. End of scene six. Scene seven. Interior. Courtroom. Day. Butler stands at the defense table as judge reads the sentence. <clears throat> Mr. Pennybags, for playing with people's lives, for turning families against each other, for failing to hold our attention, I sentence you to 50 years in jail. Butler leans over to his attorney and they whisper something inaudible. Defense attorney stands and walks to the bench and gives the judge an orange card. He returns to his seat with a smug look on his face. I see. You have a get-out-of-jail-free card. Very well. Judge bangs his gavel. Am I correct that there is a Miss Symphony present with us today? Tiffany stands from the audience. Miss Tiffany, as the only person to ever finish Mr. Pennybag's game, I'm allowing you to keep all you've earned. You must be some sort of a mastermind. And as for all of you here in attendance, I hope that now you can see this has all been a trivial pursuit. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, puns. (laughs) That was great. Uh, I uh, I like that you stuck to the... Um, it's always got to be a judge. I just got to ask, <laughs> did, did, uh, did your parents watch a lot of like law and order when you were you, a child and it was just you on in the that. background? Well, I loved law and order as a child. And then I told my parents and they started watching it and I was like, oh, it's not cool anymore. So I stopped watching law and order. <laughs> oh no. That's <laughs> why. Yeah, but yeah, thank you. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to make, you know, (laughs) blackouts of people losing money or going to jail and throwing as many board game references as I could in there. My goodness. Yeah, I like like that you used, uh, you know, the ponies. Uh, (laughs) You got to get in some stupid names, which is always a good time. Oh, yeah. Um, Percy Jackson and the Olympian, the lightning thief, is the most ridiculous title for anything ever. And I couldn't help but just. Plug it in here somewhere. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways. So wait, did did Tiffany win because she placed second in the beauty contest? And beauty well, is it everything? Is that... <laughs> Is that oh, that's a good point. I hadn't thought about it. I thought that, you know, uh, uh, second place in the beauty contest, that's just like a community chest card that you get uh, when you play gotcha. Monopoly. Yes. But... Um, 
uh, the way I figured it, nobody ever finishes Monopoly. Tiffany was just the last one standing. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she got it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody. I'm like, there should have been maybe a scene where like a table gets flipped over and everybody loses or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got butt money. You guys ever have butt money when you played Monopoly? What's butt money? Yeah, what's butt money? Oh, butt money is secret money so that when you land on the tax bases or people are trying to like Oh, trade cheating you or money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. If that's what you want to call it. <laughs> I see here. My cousins and I, we always used to play with butt monies. Yeah. <laughs> no. In my, in my house, we played Candyland and we played it correctly. <laughs> in my house, uh, my dad had... <laughs> It memorized so well, you could just roll and he'd tell you where you had to go. There was no counting. Oh, okay. Very serious. Very, <laughs> Very serious. serious. Dang. <laughs> you can't make that trade. It's fiscally irresponsible. 100% yes. <laughs> so so is the butler uh, Pennybags? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Is he is he disguised as a butler? Very poorly, reveals? right? <laughs> yeah. He's dressed just like penny bags anyways. <laughs> he's a different mustache. Oh, yeah. he's, a, he's a goatee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to bl- I must blend in with these rubes. If uh, if Wadsworth was Mr. Body, then stands to reason that penny bags would also pretend to be a butler or something. Mm-hmm. And he's just along for some sick game of trading places or whatever. That's um, true. The Duke brothers. Um, <laughs> anyways... Thanks yeah. for going on that silly adventure. Steve, I understand that you made a very serious and dramatic take mm-hmm. on the sequel to Clue. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I I felt the same way that you did. Um, and, you know, ma- mainly like what I said earlier about, like, they did so many different endings that it almost, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, like, when I thought of that, I'm like, oh, damn, it's like... It was like what? Put him on a boat. Just put a give him a <laughs> yeah. different setting. Yeah, <laughs> and we were even joking like Summer Burt, like he can't do Antarctic research facility, <laughs> right? That, that's dumb. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I went. Uh, yeah, this is like a super serious movie. Um, is it really? Uh, <laughs> well, you, you'll see. Just okay. but it's played in that tone, and it's like all blue light, all and right. dramatic, and I was just looking you know. for a transition. I didn't realize it was going to be serious. Oh well, uh, you know, you, you, it's as serious as I get. Um, ooh, okay. I'm so, excited to see which, where this goes. Which is Me a very too. serious. Everybody. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to say the name of what game I'm adapting. Um, okay. But because trust me, you'll figure it out real fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our roles are: um, uh, you will be our lead, Tessa Bonnie, okay. and uh, then um, you will be Jerry, Chris. Okay. And. I will be the other characters. And when I say other characters, so there's a group of these characters. I know this isn't going to make a lot of sense now, but it will in a couple minutes. There's a group of these characters rather than just doing silly different voices and throwing off the dramatic effect. I'm just going to use my same voice, but they're the same. They're different people. Okay. It'll make it'll make sense in a minute. Okay. Okay. So here we go uh, with this game adaptation. Mystery date. you're gonna wish it was Uh, interior day house 
fade in on a very nice house, like a McMansion kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, the house can be best described as looking like the background of a Coldwater, Coldwater Creek fashion shoot. <laughs> okay. uh, we hear a phone ringing throughout the house. Cuts to an em cut, sh uh, sorry, cut to shots of an empty living room, kitchen, bed, and bedroom. The phone continues to ring until it stops. Silence for a few seconds before the ringing picks up again. Cut to a woman named Tessa, played by Regina King oh, of no. Watchmen and Leftover fame. Uh, sitting sadly in a lounge chair out by the pool, we see an empty whiskey bottle and an empty box of Cheez-Its that sit on the stand <laughs> next to her. She looks longingly at a picture of her being held by a man, played by Patrick Dempsey. A tear <laughs> falls from her eye as the ringing stops. The phone rings again for a third time and her frustration boils. She picks up the wireless phone next to the empty bottle. She picks it up and coldly says, What do you want? She listens on the phone for a few seconds before saying, I told you, I'm retired. She then stands up and chucks the phone into the pool. <laughs> she turns around and walks into the house. We can see on her face that the call is weighing on her. She opens up the front door to pick up the newspaper. She picks it up and sees the headline. It says, Area's top surgeon still reeling from husband's botched surgery by her own hands. Oh, no parentheses, even though it really wasn't her fault, and parentheses, leaves hospital in shambles. Um, we see a picture of a hospital hallway where doctors mm -hmm. and nurses are frantically running around. She looks up to the sky and then back down at the paper. She holds it up and in one swift motion tears the paper in half mm -hmm. with her bare Strong. hands. Yes. <laughs> the whole newspaper. Uh, we, <laughs> we see the papers like fall to to the ground and because i just watched snyder cut like slow motion <laughs> yes, yes. fall is there uh, also like the like a voice of like a, a vaguely ethnic woman like oh yeah every time that she appears on screen um uh, it's a wonder woman I'm, for you guys don't worry about it i'm thinking <laughs> i'm thinking time after time yeah. but it's really slowed down like snyder version it's like when you lost you will find May. Oh, beautiful. Time after time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she gets in her car and she drives away. Cut to black. Interior. Day. Hospital. Fade in on Tessa walking out the door into the emergency room hallway. We see that she is in her scrubs and she's walking towards another doctor in a white coat. His name is Jerry, played by Mandy Patinkin. And he is the COO. Of course, we're not going to have you on this and not call back to Princess Bride. Um and he is the COO of the surgery division. They begin walking down the hallway very quickly, like a very Sorkin-like <laughs> feels. <laughs> okay. Talking fast. Got it. Yep. You know, I wouldn't have called you if I didn't need you. You didn't need me. This city did. That's why I'm back. Well, as a resident of this city, I couldn't be happier. Well, keep a lid on it. We have a job to do. You don't know the half of it. I've never seen a case like this. You act like we've never done, done multiple procedures before. I act like a man who's preparing for the worst. Is this guy really that messed up? Why don't you see for yourself? 
the doors swing open as they push through into the operating room. They see a seven foot tall man who is sporting a very unfashionable bowl cut <laughs> lay, laying on the operating table. We focus in on his inflamed nose, which is which has a rather pinkish tone to it. Yes, yes. Uh, he, we see a team of surgeons that are already there prepping the OR. They look up at the two as they walk in. The room becomes silent for a few seconds. Tessa breaks the tension and steps forward to say, let's get to work. Cut to black. Interior (laughs) day operating room fade in on our surgeons operating on the patient. This is probably like a couple hours in Um, many incisions have been made on the body. We see Tessa opening the wound on his right leg. She is shocked at what she discovers and blurts out. This is why he's having a hard time walking. His posterior malice is fused into the tibia at the bottom. And then again with the patelliformal joint at the top. In English, doctor. The ankle bone is connected to the knee bone. We're going to need to have to fracture it to put it back in place correctly. One of the other surgeons speaks up and says, that's nothing compared to his left ankle. The surgeon reaches into his left ankle and slowly pulls an item out. The surgeons, the other surgeons are in shock as they see him pull out an industrial size wrench out of his body. (laughs) How? Why? What the? Tessa grabs the patient charts, uh, patient's chart and examines it. We detected some material metal in the left leg, but it looks like it was towards the kneecap. That's because there's something else in here. Surgeon tries to pull it out with his bare hands, but keeps slipping. I can't remove it because there's too much water on the knee. (laughs) Tessa walks over and he reaches inside the kneecap. Together, they pull out a large bucket of water and the room grows more tense as Tessa takes a step back. What the fuck? Tense music builds. She looks on in horror as she sees Surgeon pull out an apple out of the man's neck. She then looks behind the surgeon and sees another surgeon pull an ice cream cone out of the man's head. The surgeon looks scared as he examines the ice cream cone. He deliberately lowers his mask and timidly sticks out his tongue as he inches his face towards the code. Another surgeon breaks <laughs> Tessa's stare as he yells out, I need a hand over here. Two surgeons come to each side and help lift an item out of the patient's right thigh. They reach in and the music is like really kicking right now yeah. in together. Yeah. And they pull out a miniature horse. They, <laughs> they are terrified as they drop the miniature, miniature horse in production note, not a pony RIP little Sebastian. Um, <laughs> Onto the ground. It shakes itself off and runs around the room. The surgeons jump back towards the wall, <laughs> trying to get away, from, get out of its way. The miniature horse does a lap around the operating table before bursting through the door and into the hospital. The room is quiet for a second, but then we hear the patient's stomach start to mm. rumble. POV shot <laughs> of his stomach as we see something is pressing up from the inside. We see Tessa grab a scalpel and walk alone towards the patient. She stands over him and makes us and slowly makes an incision down the man's stomach. The rumbling stops, and as she pulls open the man's skin, stomach skin, I hate that. Thousands <laughs> and yes. thousands of butterflies <laughs> burst through. Oh. 
and fly around the room. The OR is in a frenzy as everyone runs around screaming. Tessa isn't screaming as she remains on the ground. She is frozen from the chaos around here. We cut to the patient's face. We see his inflamed nose has turned bright red and it begins to light up his whole face. His eyes open and his mouth erupts and he lets out a blood-curdling screech. The tense music reaches a climax as we cut to black. Fade in title card that says, I'm the doctor for you. <laughs> Seconds later, a question mark pops up at the end of the <laughs> sentence. Cue next title card that reads operation. Cut to black. The end. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's just so easy to make a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I am this. upset with the words peeling back stomach skin. <laughs> Personally, <laughs> and to make it realistic, uh, <laughs> that that was for amazing. my friend. That was for my friend Joe. That is a uh, OR nurse, and I can't wait for him to listen to this oh, and no. tell me how many things I got wrong. He's yeah. gonna be like, "We definitely don't call it stomach skin." <laughs> yeah. Please, no critiques on my pronunciation. I was given no script beforehand. I can't wait to ask Joe if we can uh, borrow his hospital for the Ooh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is your policy on uh, outside animals yeah. <laughs> of the barnyard variety and butterflies? Yeah, and I'm butterflies. Talk, yeah. I just... <laughs> I like it was the image beautiful. It was like terrifying, but beautiful. Just that image of pulling the ice cream cone out and then being like, like he knows there's he has to lick it. I mean, yeah, no... he has to taste it. He has to know. Like, how is it even still intact? Oh. Truly. Mm. <laughs> but it's fun. It <laughs> what uh, uh, what flavor you got there? Is that Rocky Road or strawberry? Cookies and cream. <laughs> I, uh, when I was thinking of the lead for this character, uh, I, I I I really was thinking like, yo, if, if you haven't had the chance to watch like Watchmen or The Leftovers, people listening, like, yo, go go check it out because Regina King does some really great work. So I was like. Who is someone so serious that would like could play this? Because I believe them no matter what they do, because mm-hmm. they're that good, you know? So <laughs> I will say the proportions of this man are wild to me. Like yeah. I can imagine vaguely a seven foot man, but a seven foot mm-hmm. man that also has a bucket of water inside his knee is quite a different <laughs> picture in my head. Well, what you're missing is that he's got a Mary Poppins body. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. I'm like, so sorry. I missed that stage direction. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I Every I, time I, they I reach into clear his knee, it. they go like elbow deep, just into his knee. Practically, practically you know. terrifying in every way. Yeah. <laughs> God the hell's fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, I also I also wanted to throw out real quick because we were thinking about this like and maybe Bonnie before we get into yours like if there's any like other games like elevator pitches of that could be turned into movies like I was thinking uh, uh, Mousetrap like a really Ooh, fun yep. kind of ratatouille of like this family owns a pizza shop and the dad is hellbent but like the rats like becomes friends with the kid and they're working together against the dad oh yeah oh, i would love good. a like gritty like war movie that's just chess mm-hmm. like you can easily do that as like a period piece we can't attack them why not because they're not diagonal from us <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> Slingshot's broken. It only works sideways. <laughs> I also think um, just like sucker punching everyone and saying sorry is basically <laughs> something there. Yeah. Uh, shoot, there are so many bad and good board games. I don't, it's hard. It's hard to pick one to see other than obviously Monopoly and Operation uh, and Clue. Um, maybe, maybe like, uh, uh, connect four. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. And, and maybe it's like, it's like a, like a competitive, like spy detective movie where people are trying to figure out the case and connecting these dots, but they can't connect all four. They can only connect three <laughs> oh, and they no. keep struggling to try and like distract their opponent while making their own connections and they keep getting blocked yeah. and they're like, yeah. okay, oh, stay it. with me on this. There's this amazing new plan for a skyscraper in new york but they've run out of materials and the only way they can build it is by taking old bricks from the bottom of the building and putting them on top in the center of manhattan uh, there's there's a bunch of kids having a sleepover and all they want is a cookie out of the cookie jar but turns out daddy's sleeping right there um like I, so this is kind of a newer one but i think it could be like a cool spy movie of like two spy factions that are are like going by code names so just oh, do code names yep. that are um which mm-hmm. you know could also just be a front for a <laughs> an action <laughs> spy movie yeah um yeah i think candyland could definitely be like a dreamworks movie oh they did make sure. one they did they oh, did shit. It's okay. I'm still upset about it because it used to be Queen Frostine and they changed it to Princess Frostine. And like, who, what were you thinking? Yeah. You could have a young queen and then it rhymes still. <sighs> well, now I don't want to make any more board game movies. No, you should make it better, bud. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. We're going to make a movie called Guess Who? And the whole oh. point is that uh, you're going to see a lot of different people, but you're not sure who to root for at any point. And then at certain points, someone will ask a question like well do they wear glasses and then you'll know not to root for anyone wearing glasses <laughs> all right it's a poker tournament mm-hmm. but it's yahtzee the game <laughs> yep no nice. actually they already made guess who a movie did they yeah it's a split uh, well, oh i yeah. was gonna say is it about someone who coming for dinner like it is it is it's the lame <laughs> modern remake of guess who's coming to dinner <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a movie, a jungle movie starring The Rock, Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> yo, though, yo. I would watch the shit out of that. Uh-huh. I would watch a movie, Kerplunk, starring The Rock. Yes. Yes. Don't Break the Ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, there are limitless possibilities. Okay, they all star The Rock. Uh, yes. He's 100%. an alligator dentist. Uh, <laughs> He's a mad scientist who puts together the cooties. <laughs> He's a bucket. <laughs> you, put the, you put the balls in his mouth. He's got ants in his pants. <laughs> He's right, a barrel we, of apples. We, <laughs> we nailed it. Oh, crushed it. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Thank you for, uh, I want to see all these movies now. I really would love to watch them. Um, <laughs> But I do know that, Bonnie, you have written a Clue sequel in the truest form. Truer than Steve or I did, I believe. 
So please, why don't you take it away? Sure. I also would like to not give away my title just yet. Um, And there's one character at the end that I think might give that away as well. So I won't say that, but Steve, you're playing it. It's the last one listed. I sneakily, while we were talking, uh, put little initials next to everybody's name in the script. (gasps) Ooh, wee. So I'll do stage direction. Um, Chris, I would love for you to be the narrator. Okay. I will play Wadsworth. Steve, you're Mr. Body. Um, I'll be the ladies, Miss Peacock, uh, Miss White, Miss Scarlet. Steve, please, Professor Plum and Colonel Mustard. Chris, Mr. Green. And then I have some extra characters at mm-hmm. the end, um, and two of them are George and Charles, and I've got you as one of each of those. Great. I yeah. had a lot of fun writing this. I originally imagined it as a mini series, very like intense and then i started writing it and realized i was going to write a mini series (laughs) so it's like okay we can't do that for this uh and i did my old standard which is writing a trailer which is one of my favorite things to do yeah so very short to the point lots of cute little jokes and callbacks my usual i also did everyone the favor of casting this movie because it's very important to me um it's very 2021 very queer and i needed that for me um, and most of them are mentioned in the cast, um, but we can talk about real, that really real quick. quick before yeah, you get into these absolutely. choices. I want to express to the audience, to the listeners at home, that you uh, not only did you list who's playing what role, you included a photograph of that actor, <laughs> that performer. Yes. And you picked the most perfect photo for each of these people. Thank you so much. I didn't mm-hmm. do a lot of work yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the club. I guess. <laughs> um, all right. So we have um, Wadsworth will be played by Angelica Houston. Mr. Body is a high quality, but budget friendly CGA version of Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, I would like Mrs. Peacock to be Michaela Coel and Aquafina is playing Mrs. White. Yep. And love of my life. Zendaya is Miss Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Professor Plum is Jason A. Rodriguez. Mr. Green is of course the only Elliot page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colonel Mustard will be played by Asia Kate Dillon. And instead of Yvette, we'll be having Eves played by none other than Chris Fleming himself. Okay. And then I will be having a reporter duo played by Dan Levy and Ian Alexander. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me get a quick drink of water here. No problem. You're going to need it. There's not too much narration, but I do need you to do your inner world. Mm. I've never been in a world. What? Um, You're in one right now. Oh my god. Hey, Where oh my is god. she? <laughs> Where were the other drugs going? <laughs> you sound like Smokey the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Only you can prevent drugs. Only and you can find the other going. drugs. <laughs> Do I look oh. like a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> I don't even know what that voice is. That you'll never uh, pollute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's our daily okay, amount of Batman yeah, puns. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get stuck in a loop here. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh. All right, we ready? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. This fall, the nail-biting game of Who Done It is back with even more twists and turns. 
Shaboom Shaboom plays over a montage of newspaper headlines. Bribery in the senator's bathroom. Weeping bride or black widow? Same psychiatrist could use a dose of his own medicine. The woman behind Washington's underground brothel. From colonel to war criminal. Gays in the State Department! <laughs> the music warps and fade. Cut to body manner. Title on screen, 30 years later. The door opens and we see Angelica Houston amazing as ever. Well, hello. I am the house manager, Wadsworth. A new cast of characters is ready to do anything to keep their secrets safe. A camera shutter sound showing shots of each player. Michaela Coel as Mrs. Peacock, Elliot Page as Mr. Green, Aquafina as Mrs. White, Asia Kate Dillon as Colonel Mustard, Jason A. Rodriguez as Professor Plum, and Zendaya as Miss Scarlet. Who is telling the truth? And who is lying through their teeth? The camera slithers through the manor, showing familiar rooms. <laughs> but more importantly, who killed Mr. Body? A group screams from somewhere inside the manor. Well, I didn't do it. <laughs> Cut to the study. Mr. Body's body is already on the floor, completely dead. A video plays on a laptop screen. In your hands, you each have a key. To what? This house? Could you please be quiet? I can't hear so when you talk over the video. <laughs> they rewind the video for a few seconds. If you're watching this, that means that uh, that means one of you already thought they had taken care of their little blackmail business. There is a server located within the city containing all of my evidence. But the keys! The keys cor uh, correspond to a car with a clue inside of it. One per person. Oh, sorry. I just fucked up that voice. Uh, the key <laughs> I thought it was somebody else. My bad. Uh, the keys respond to a car with a clue inside of it. One per person. You have until midnight to find my server. Otherwise, it will be forwarded to the authorities and the press. You're welcome to work together. <laughs> Though, if I know anything about you, and you know I do, you may be tempted to use the information for your own personal gain? The laptop cuts to black. Everyone looks at each other in silence. Hmm. As you can see, it makes the most sense to work together. If we combine the clues, we'll find the server more quickly. Not a chance in hell, lady. You think I trust any of them? Yeah, because you seem so trustworthy yourself. Mrs. White breaks into a run for the door. Screw you guys, I'm out of here! Cut to a deserted alley. Two shadowy figures appear. Title on screen, follow the clues. Mrs. Peacock? How do you know my name? We're here to help. We're the Parker Brothers, and we have some information for you. Cut to an empty warehouse. Professor Plum is pointing a gun at Mr. Green. Out of the way. I swear, I didn't do it. You think I care? Miss Scarlet appears behind him, also holding a gun. I certainly don't. She fires a shot in the air. Move. Mr. Green moves to reveal a computer. Eve's, our amazing gender swap of a vet played by none other than Chris Fumming, appears and ties Mr. Green to a chair. Now, let's find out your little secret. Mrs. White drops down from the ceiling out of nowhere and sucker punches Miss Scarlet. Reveal the secrets, is the title on the screen. Well, well, well. Mr. Green is a head of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services. Very juicy. <gasps> Canadian? 
with an expired green card? <laughs> Maybe you should marry me. Title on screen, Solve the Murder. Cut to a quiet side street. A yellow car speeds by with a blue one quickly trailing behind it. Suddenly, a cameo appearance <laughs> by uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> hey, don't you know this is a school zone where my family goes? <laughs> a foghorn blares in the distance. Just in case you forgot, this is a very cool action comedy. The title of the movie wipes on screen. Clue 2. Clue fast, clue furious. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> clue fast. It's the only way he agreed. He agreed to do those movies. He's like, yeah, man, but I'm singing my song. <laughs> Fuck you, Will Smith. <laughs> oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, I would watch this movie. I didn't think it was possible to be more over the top than that first movie, but this is. This Thank is. You. This oh, is yeah. definitely <laughs> clue two. Uh, <laughs> more clues. More clues. Um, <laughs> the search for more money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I loved. <laughs> I love the updated flair. I like. I like the idea of like, yo, uh, you got like the ticking clock of the of like this modern version where like shit, it's gonna go out at midnight because I got all these computers with mm-hmm. them lined up ready to go mm-hmm. on the yes. server, and you gotta find it. Like that's good, you know. <laughs> you're, you're trying to kill a machine, not find out who did it. And it does it does like a like a diehard thing where instead of being in one location now for the sequel you expand it out you've got absolutely the whole city to play with you know 100%. wait you think they did that in the second one they just stayed at the airport the whole time <laughs> it's a different well, location the second sequel they went to the whole city oh yeah um, yeah yeah and in that first and I mean the airport they went to more than just like one building in the airport they went to they went to a church down the street doesn't count <laughs> I. I'm still, st- is it a second sequel or a trequel? Uh, uh, whatever, wow. whatever your heart desires. Oh, thank uh, you so much. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I apologize because uh, I do not know a half of these people that you cast. Oh, you're totally so fine. I, I also I realized that they're voice. all back to back. <laughs> <laughs> that, was funny. that was funny i love yeah. that I'm, I'm used to it it's all good i know i'm just gonna always pick a script that has six different characters that are in every scene now i will ask you this bonnie a yeah. spoiler for the end of your movie um the first movie ends with the uh, wonderful line i'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife yes does this one end with a similar line uh yes i was imagining mr green going i'm gonna go home and eat some bacon (laughs) (laughs) he pulls out a pocket a a pocket slice uh who doesn't have pocket bacon first of all this is america (laughs) this is is too ridiculous i love it thank you so much for (laughs) sharing for having me i loved i truly love how different our senses of humor are and how we Mm -hmm. get to a similar place 
I almost nearly did um, just a remake within the manor, but everything was updated with chutes and ladders to get you from place to place. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and at a certain point. 12 uh, new secret passages. Like at a certain time, a, a, a buzzer goes off and there's like an earthquake and everybody jumps up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, again, this has been so funny. Uh, Bonnie, thank you so much for being our guest, not only today, but a year, uh, you know, a year ago and probably a year from now too. I guess we'll see where the wind blows. Hell Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. I love doing this kind of stuff with y'all. Is there, uh, for our audience out there, for our listeners, how can they follow you on social media if you want them to? Or do you have any upcoming projects that that you'd like to to plug? Or even if it's not something you're directly involved in, you want to bring people's attention to? Sure. Um, If you think that was funny, I test out jokes before I send them to group chats on Twitter. And I'm uh, Bonnie underscore, underscore Kate with a C. Um, other than that, I'm kind of just being a goofball right now, especially since things are shut down. I would love if you donated to queer spaces like Brave Space Alliance in Chicago. I think that's a great cause. Um, community help and just like mutual aid is really what we need right now. If you're unable to give, just literally read and share and donate your time. Spending time with friends like these two goofballs here is what helps everyone get along. And that's what everybody needs right now. No. Thank you so much. Yeah, I uh, couldn't agree more. Yeah, um, I don't have anything to plug right now. I, I, I oh, Steve has something. Yeah. Uh, so um, my family runs a business. Say right. My, my family. <laughs> my family. <laughs> my family. Uh, you know, we we run a business, and um, it's uh, it's currently graduation season, and we we run an Etsy shop on uh on like graduation centerpiece sticks and personalized cake toppers to celebrate your your graduate special day so and we have a bunch of other stuff for different celebrations but i'm just saying that because it's graduation season right now so if you're interested presents from the heart on etsy uh is is worth a check out and we can pretty much customize any any kind of school or anything like that. So check it out, buy some stuff. So me and my families can drink Corona's outside of LA. <laughs> yeah. On rooftops. Oh, yeah, so on cool. rooftops I have no idea. I'm at the end of our adventure up. though. Amazing. <laughs> Not <at the> beginning. <laughs> yeah. Get, get you, get you, uh, get you some Etsy goodness from the grandes support local community, especially through organizations like the brave space Alliance. Uh, I did have one thing to pitch. Uh, it's not, as cool as all that. Maybe it is. I don't know. Depends on who you are, I guess. I am producing a new virtual show that's going to be airing on the Annoyances Twitch channel on Thursday nights. Thursdays. uh, End of April into May. So about when this comes out, it should be going out. So be on the lookout for that. And again, check us out on Patreon, YouTube, Twitch. Get in on the ground floor before we start posting our new content so you can see it before yeah. anybody else. Is is there anything uh, that you can reveal about this new project yeah. other than it's on Thursdays in April uh, and May? Well, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, okay, then be <laughs> surprised, I, I, people. Uh, we don't we don't have a, a title for it yet. Um, 
and I uh, am a bad person who didn't pull up the cast list beforehand, so I can't even tell you who's part of the cast. Okay. I can tell you it's being directed by uh, John Aldreas, and uh, it is sort of a uh, improvised uh, piece that's being uh, influenced by directly by the audience, whether through the live chat functionality of Twitch streaming platform or through voicemails and videos that you can send in before each episode, uh, before each show starts. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. With that, I would love to keep talking about Clue. <laughs> In fact, we might hang up here and keep talking about Clue. But what I will say is that I, I really, I have to get going because I am a uh, burlesque dancer in, in the Old West and I'm so tired. <laughs> well, that's funny because I got to run. Uh, I'm Liam Neeson's and I'm on a battleship. <laughs> I'm not even going to be coy about it. Rihanna's here and uh, we're going to do battleship stuff. Or I don't know. I didn't see the movie. <laughs> like, uh, no, some shit happens. If you're into sea battles, but not like good sea battles, like old timey war sea battles, like I guess this is for you. I'll be honest. I think it's about aliens. <laughs> oh, Wait, is I thought that was the versus Cowboys with 007. I, they probably all came out about the same time. Oh. I could swear that the Battleship movie well, is low-key about aliens. It is. If, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that I definitely control. have to go. Jeez. I know. I'm so sorry. I have to go, too. Someone murdered my wife, framed me for it, and now I'm on the run from the law to try and solve it while I run away from Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> tell me, Tell me you didn't kill your wife. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> um, wait a second. Why is the Navy dealing with aliens? Shouldn't it be the Air Force? Like, if anything, it should be a Top Gun crossover. Well, like the, the, the aliens are attacking the ships with those little red dots. Uh, Watch the trailer. You will be disappointed. <laughs> Well, how do they fire back? Where are they? Are they in sea or are they fire back in space? That I did not watch. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I want to know all about this movie, but I do not want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs>